whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi Podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi the Next Generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about Season 10, Episodes 23 and 24, All Falls Down. And Kelsey, will you please read us the YouTube summary? I am ready for this. Okay. Bianca is flirting with Drew. Instead of ignoring her, he flirts back. Allie feels something is going on when she sees a picture Bianca sent Drew but decides to ignore it. Bianca invites Drew to the boiler room to hook up. He hesitates, but later decides to accept. Bianca grabs Drew by his belt and leads him into the boiler room. Claire agrees to go to the dance with Fitz if he stops bullying Eli. What? Okay. There's a lot of detail put into the Bianca Drew stuff. Yeah, but like no detail in anything else. Just ignored a lot of other things going on. Also, Allie didn't ignore it. She straight up asked Drew what was happening, and he lied to her. Yeah. That's, like, not an alley move to do that. Also, I guess the Savin Holly J stuff just doesn't really happen until the next episode, right? Yeah, kind of. I guess. I don't know. I meant, like, the next part. Yeah. Who the fuck knows? Sure, that was semi. Okay. Um, um, can you tell us about All Falls Down? Yes. Okay, like, my favorite Kanye West song. <laughs> it's a 2004 Kanye West song called All Falls Down. There you go. Um... And I guess everything kind of falls to shit for Drew and Nellie. Yeah. And shit goes down with Eli and Claire. It's undecided what is happening with them by the end, maybe. Yeah. I kind of don't remember. <laughs> um, yeah. Sure. But the lyrics don't make sense with anything. No. I don't know. All right. Whatever. Um, this episode starts with Sav dressed up in Elvis gear, like promoting their Vegas dance. Yep. I think this is when we learn that it's actually going to be Vegas. Yep. I don't um, hate Sav as Elvis. It's funny. It only gets bad when he wears the wig. The wig is bad. Should we just do fashion? Yeah. Yeah. So that happened. Um, Bianca has like weird grayish acid wash jeans that are bad. Oh, Bianca. Always I so said bad. Bianca, right? Yeah. They're um, also like bedazzled. Yeah. Allie's wearing a giant pink studded belt over a shirt I hate and it. jeans, which is just entirely pointless. Uh, Fiona's wearing like a fur vest that I really enjoyed. Casey wears a stud belt. Oh, by the time we get to the dance, Jenna's back, and she's wearing a sparkly blue dress, and Allie hides her belly with a boa. And she looks extremely pregnant. And Allie is wearing, like, kind of a ruchy pink dress-ish. And Claire barely dresses up, because, spoiler alert, she agrees to go with Fitz. Yeah. And um, she doesn't want him to get the wrong idea. And Holly J wears a tiara to the dance and, like, a black dress. Drew wears a fedora, but otherwise doesn't look super dressed up. No, but he is wearing a fedora, um, which is a choice. It's like a straw fedora, too. Eli is wearing a red suit. That's a good time. With a black shirt. Um, um, Holly J is, like, channeling Audrey Hepburn. Yeah. That's kind of all I got. 
I think that's really all I got too. It wasn't like a big outfit. It was like a lot kind of one. There was of a shit lot happened at the dance. There was a lot going down. Oh, and Holly J wears the uh, the whatchamacallit, Fiona's outfit, which is hilarious. Oh yeah, the <laughs> the weird showgirl striptease thing. Oh my god. Um, so, this so episode tacky. was so bananas. It was I don't insane. think we did not know what we were in for. <laughs> no, it was crazy. We watched together because Spoiler alert, we're, we're, we're recording two episodes in one day, um, and this is sleepover weekend. And we, yeah, we just kept pausing and screaming. It was ridiculous. There was so much pausing and so much screaming. <laughs> there was just a lot of, what is happening? Pretty At much. Least I, I know I said that a lot. I oh, know, I also did. We were just, um, both of us just yelling. Yeah. Yelling into my apartment. <laughs> Freaking out the dog. Um... All right, but so the, that morning announcement thing happens. Allie is trying to help Drew, like, study for math, but he's like, mm, help me study by kissing me. And then his mom, like, catches him. She still sucks. Her, his mom is so bad in this episode. She's, like, and bad in most episodes, but this is, she's like. She's like, oh, yeah, it looks like you're really studying, and she just, like, really does not like Allie for no reason because I, she's dating I, her son, yeah. I guess. I mean, I, I can know. I can imagine a few reasons that she probably doesn't like Allie. Yeah, I don't know. And then we're like, everyone's freaking out about the stink bomb thing that happened, and I it's causing a lot more trouble than I was expecting. Yeah, me too. I mean, I was I was surprised by how much carried over from the last episode. To be yeah, honest, you actually said that out loud while yeah. we were watching it. You were like, a lot of carryover from the last episode. <laughs> And the school board wants to cancel the dance because of it. But Mr. Simpson's like, nah, dog, it's still going to happen. And then he's talking to Sav and Holly J. And he's like, you know, don't let me down. Like, you guys never disappoint me. You're always great. Don't don't prove me wrong in, like, trusting that you're going to be able to pull this off, which is ominous (laughs) as hell. Yeah. And then Eli finds Claire in the library. And and he's, like, hiding from the popo. (laughs) And and I'm just like, Claire, the stink bomb plan was not well thought out. So she set off the stink bomb so she could break up the fight between Adam and Fitz. And Fitz is still causing trouble for them, I guess. Eli then just straight up goes up to Simpson and is like, by the way, Fitz set off the stink bomb. And it's just ridiculous. But then we get a surprise Eclair kiss. And it's like... It's amazing. Adorable and amazing. It's way less awkward than their video kiss, which I guess is to be expected. Yes, but, but it was like, it was so like just sweet and out of nothing. It was very spur of the moment and it was very cute. And then it like, it honestly like delighted me. It was I know, very I was like, sweet. Ah, oh my God. We were both so happy. And then he's like, oh, I have a French exam. And she's like, I think you just passed it. Oh, and then he walks away. Hilarious. That's a great line. I love Claire forever. And then... Casey is with Drew and is tutoring him on math, I guess. Yep, and Drew is just eye-fucking Bianca. And then Bianca comes over and is like, my zipper's broken, and Drew, like, pulls it up, and it's really weird. It's gross. And then, and she, like, saunters away. And she she's like, she says something about, like, how will she repay him? Oh, my God. And then... We're finally getting some Allie Claire time. Thank God, because it's been a minute. And Claire's telling Allie about the kiss, and Allie is pushing her to define the relationship because winter break is coming up soon, and she's going to be at her grandma's for two weeks or something. And Also, like, Allie, stop, stop pushing these things on other people before they're <laughs> ready. Come on. Jesus. And then we are with 
Holly oh, J. And like also the, wait, Claire also casually just says, "I don't know if he's over his dead ex girlfriend," yeah. and she says it like so cavalierly that it's like, "What are you doing?" She says that a lot in this episode, like, "And he has to be over his dead ex girlfriend." I'm like, "Jesus Christ, <laughs> this show is insane." Um, insane. And then we're are we with Holly J. or Fiona at like the buying the dance tickets booth, which has like. All of the Vegas lights already set up. And I'm like, damn, Degrassi dropped a lot on these lights for Seriously, this, this dance. Is, these are some fancy-ass decorations. And then Fiona's like, I'm leaving for New York tonight, so I won't be able to go to the dance. And she also is like, and by the way, I know about you and Sav. Like, yeah. have fun while you can, but I still want you to marry my brother. Yeah. She also says, I was blitzed last week, not blind. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like another good line. I love, and then, I love Fiona. I'm glad that she's like getting her like head on straight yeah. again. And like, she's going to go and do the trial thing. And she's excited to go back to New York and like see her family. Yeah. It's good. It's oh, going to be a good break And this for is also, Fiona. is this when Fiona gives her the showgirl outfit? Yes. And then we're with Allie and Drew, and Allie sees that Bianca's been sending Drew, like, sexy pictures. And Allie's face is, like, unreal, and Drew is just a slime ball. And she's like, you have to stop talking to her, or, like, you have to tell her to stop. Like, or I think she's like, I'm going to kill her. And Drew's like, no, 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 like, I can handle this. Like, you're my girlfriend. I'm going to tell her that. It's going to be fine. I'm like, this is a slippery slope, Drew. Yep, not great. And then... Claire and Eli are very like coupley and close right face away. Talking, and oh my very, god! Yeah, it just went from zero to hundred real fast. Listen, I love it. I'm into it. And then Fitz comes over and is all pissed and is like, mm, "You said I said off the stink bomb." And then Eli's like, "Oh, me and my loose lips." Just <laughs> like, "Oh my god, Eli." Um, and then Drew like puts him in a headlock, and then a teacher walks by and like gives them a look, and then. Uh, uh, not true. Sorry, Fitz. Fitz, Fitz puts yeah. Eli. I, I get them confused. Fitz. <laughs> I don't know why. I just do. Fitz. Uh, puts, I get Fitz and Owen confused. <laughs> they're also kind of the same. Uh, Fitz puts Eli in a headlock, and a teacher like is just standing there and like glares them down, and Fitz lets him go. But still, the teacher doesn't do anything. Yeah, and then he like goes away. And then Claire's like, "Don't like." Like, leave it alone. Like, don't confront him. I don't know. Eli's like, the only way to avoid a bully is to keep him scared or something. Which is not really, no. But then Claire's like, well, as your girlfriend, I'm asking you to stop her. She says something. She, like, drops the girlfriend word, like, as casually as she can. Which is not very casually. And he says, like, bend my rubber arm girlfriend or something. Something I don't know. He's like, confirms it. And they're like, boyfriend and girlfriend now. It's a thing. And they've defined the relationship. Um, Which was fast as hell to do that. Seriously. But it's been like a long time coming, I guess. So sure, whatever. Um, But then Drew is like telling Bianca to stop, kind of. And then Bianca's like, I don't care that you have a girlfriend. Meet me in the boiler room at four. La la la, bye. And this is when I turned to Holland and said... I don't know if I've ever used this word before, but Bianca's a tramp. And then we're with Drew and Casey, and Drew shows him the photos, and we learn that she has a literal tramp stamp. She does. She's got a lower back tattoo. She's got, uh, like, a rose on her lower back, and Casey says she's a romantic at heart, (laughs) which is a great line. And then he's like, and then Drew's like, she asked me to meet her in the boiler room. What does that mean? And Casey's like, that's where people go to, like... 
pleasure each other. No, he says what to, he, he says to, to hook up, up orally. orally, right? Ew. <laughs> Which Ew. is disgusting. Ew. I was Ew. like, no, I did not need that. Ew. And I hate high school. Oh boy. And then we and then we're with Claire who's buying dance tickets and this is where we see the that the dance tickets are like oversized playing cards which I thought was cute. That was cute. They really went all out. And then Claire goes up to Claire like somehow admits. Oh no, Fitz goes up to Claire. Yeah. But I wrote, oh my God, Claire, why would you admit that to Fitz, you idiot? Oh yeah, she admits the stink bomb thing to him. And oh, she's, she's like, like, I did the stink bomb. Like, don't be mad at Eli. I'm like, Claire, you're so stupid. She's so dumb. But she's like, if I, she's like, I'll tell Simpson that it was me if you just promised to leave Eli alone. And he's like, I'll leave Eli alone if you go to the dance with me. Yeah, she, he's like, Fitzy needs a date to the dance, to the Vegas night or something. I mean, and I'm like, Claire, don't do this. This is stupid. This is you a don't bad have to idea. do this. You, it's like, stop it. No. And she's like, okay, you'll leave him alone. And I'm like, ugh. Claire's a dummy. For she's a smart girl, stupid. Claire's a fucking dummy. And then, and then like their math exam happens and... Allie goes up to Drew and is like going through. She's like basically doing an exam recap. And Drew obviously is like, yeah, I don't think I did very well in this. I don't want to fucking talk about it. And then and then he's like, so what are we doing for the next two hours? And Allie's like, oh, well, I'm going over to Claire's to get ready for the dance. And she's like, but I can bail if you want. He's like, no, no, it's fine. And I'm like, Drew, you do not deserve Allie. And then she like kisses him goodbye. And he's all awkward and like looking at Bianca, Bianca, Bianca. Because he is being gross. He's being shitty. Um, And then we're with Claire and Adam. And she's telling Adam how he, she's going to the dance with fucking Fitz and hasn't told Eli yet. And then Eli comes over and Adam's like, by the way, she just agreed to go to the Fitz. She agreed to go to the dance with Fitz. And walks away. Because Adam's amazing. He's like, just rip off the bandit. Yeah. And then Claire's like, you're not mad, right? And I'm like, and then Eli like is acting kind of cool, but it's like, but I got to go now, bye. Like, I don't want to hang out with you or yeah, something. Yeah, basically. Because it's a shitty thing to do, Claire. It is. You don't You yeah. literally just, like, became boyfriend-girlfriend, and you're like, mm, going to the dance with someone else because I'm stupid. She just is making bad choices. She's being dumb. And then he, like, walks out and has, like, a confrontation with Fitz, and Fitz is like, ew, like, wait till I have sex with her or something. And yeah, it's gross, basically. and I hate it, and I hate him. I hate everything. Everything dumb as shit. is garbage. And then we're at, and then we're with Allie and Jenna, who are getting ready for the dance, and this is when she's like, here's a boa, it'll hide your belly. Not really, but whatever. Not really, you're still super pregnant. And then Claire comes over, barely dressed up, and they're like, what's happening? And she's like... Well, I'm going with Fitz, so I'm not dressing up. And they're like, I thought you were dating Eli. And she's like, well, and she like gives them a weird recap. And they're like, what the fuck is your life now? Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think Allie said, when did your life become West Side Story? Yeah. Also, Jenna keeps making this face that I'm just like, same though. Yeah. <laughs> just this like confused. I just wrote happening? down, Claire, this is a bad plan. And then Eli comes over and... What happens? Oh, well, Eli shows up and then Eli shows up and he's like, and he's like, here, Claire, I'm, I got you this Ipecac to like poison Fitz with. (laughs) And Claire's like, I don't poison people. I'm not doing it. And then they have like a fight. (laughs) Well, her original response is most guys just buy flowers. Yeah. (laughs) And then we're with Drew, who's 
going to the boy room to meet Bianca. And this is when she like lures him in with his belt. And I'm also like, but also who just wants to give a blow job? Literally no one. <laughs> Literally nobody ever. And was, like, what? What? That's the end of the episode. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> She's like trying really hard to just lure him to the boiler room so she can give him like he didn't even do anything back like she's literally trying she's like the odds are against her he has a girlfriend he's seemingly not interested she wears him down just so she could give him a blowjob i'm confused by this logic a man wrote this episode a man did write this episode but also like this feels so much like high school logic yeah it's like what the it's just the dumbass. I don't get it. Ugh, what is it? What is in it for you? You just get to stir shit up. Sure, I don't. Know. I mean, she does like to do. She that. She does like to do that. But okay, whatever. And then part two starts, and then we see the lighting that's on the outside of the school for this dance too. I'm still just like, where did we have money for this? I have How no does idea. School have enough money for all of these this lighting? Like this has to be extremely expensive. Um. Then this is when we see Holly J is wearing the tiara and you can win a TV at this dance too. Again, like who has the money for this? And I have no idea. Adam is guilting Drew about the boiler room thing. Rightfully fucking so. And then she like sees Allie and they're cute and Bianca just immediately blows up his spot. And it's, I feel very sad for Allie. She's like, by the way, we were in the boiler room or something. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't remember what she says, but she's like, what are you talking about? Like, we just hung out in the boiler room, blah, blah, blah. Like, just right away, though. Like, and she then, does not fuck around. Like, immediately as soon as he walks in. And then Allie's like, how could you do this? She's like, what did she's you do? crying. It's very sad. And Drew's like, and she's like, did you have sex with her? He's like, no, 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 I didn't have sex with her. And she's like, you kiss? And he's like, yeah, we kiss. And I'm like, sure. oh, you and your kiss lies. <laughs> and... <laughs> That's <laughs> so funny to me. You and your kiss lies. <laughs> and I'm like, Allie does not deserve your forgiveness. And he's like, can we please? Like, I think she forgives him at this point. I don't really remember. And then Allie meets Fitz outside. He has a corsage, which we learn his mom made him bring. And she's like, I'm not going to have sex with you. And he's like, what? And she's like, I know what you said to Eli. Like, he told me about it. And he's like, in theory, all guys want to hook up with a cute girl like you, Claire. And I'm like, oh, you're annoying. He is annoying. But also, like, he's being nice he's to Claire. He's being very nice to Claire. He, like, brings her a corsage. It's like, it's kind of sweet. He's being semi-reasonable. And she's like, can we please squash this, like... He's like, just if he apologizes to me, like, I'll be fine. He just has to mean it. And she's like, all right, if he apologizes to you, then let's squash it. And I'm like, so far, Fitz is not being terrible. Yeah. I mean, He's up really to not. this exact point in the episode. Like, I don't, I don't hate it. And I then don't hate it. Because it, it seems like Fitz also wants it to be done as much as everybody else does. Yeah, because it's a dumb feud for being, no reason. It's literally for no... I don't even remember why or how it started. It's... I think Claire recapped in this episode, but it's dumb. I don't get it. And then... Oh, and then Shark in the Water is playing at the dance. Um, oh, yeah. We both were, we both yelled Shark in the Water. <laughs> we're very then, excited. And then... We're with seven. Bianca and Drew. Oh, yeah. That's right. And and I'm like, Bianca, why are you so confused about why he's fucking mad at you? She's like, what? Why are you like... I don't know. And... 
And Drew's like, you seem like a decent human being, which no, she does not. No, she does not. Um, and he's like, let's just just like don't tell just Allie like, any specifics. And she's like, good, give me all your chips and I won't. Yeah. And then she immediately. And then out. Allie comes over and is like, why are you talking to her? And he's like, we're just agreeing that Bianca's not going to say anything. And then she immediately blows up his spot again. And Allie's like, eh, like you just like going around kissing other people's boyfriends. And Bianca's like, um, kissing? Like, what are you talking about? We did other things. Like, my clothes stay on or something which i'm like what girl what are you getting out of this <laughs> and then it's like, it like a power move? and then his spot gets blown up again it's re- i don't i have literally no idea what bianca's motivations are other than to just ruin somebody else's life <laughs> pretty much um she seems like she's maybe just an angry soul um but then we're with Holly J and Sav, and he's like, I just realized that we haven't kissed yet tonight. And then, like, she has to go somewhere. They have and to go do, like... They have to go do, like, an announcement or yeah. something. And there's, like, the the dance's DJ looks insane, by the way. I don't remember him. <laughs> I just was like, who is this? What is this <laughs> happening? And then... Oh, and then... Oh, they have to announce, like, king and queen. Yeah. And Drew wins king. Allie wins queen. We don't know where Allie is. And I'm like, this is literally all Allie ever wanted in her life. It is and her it literal dream. ruined. It is her literal dream. Yeah. And... Or neither of them are there, I guess. Yeah, and I'm still confused by them doing king and queen for a dance that is not prom. Because Riley and Zane don't win. And Riley's like, there's always prom. And I'm like, wait, this isn't prom? <laughs> I I don't know why they're doing King and Queen at this dance. It doesn't make sense. I don't understand the dance logic. Um, but then we're and then Sav is like, I gotta sing a song for a special someone. And it, it's and not it, terrible. It's, it's way better than it's the Anya better song. Better than the Anya song. Sav is improving. The only lyric that I wrote down was it started out with a kiss, innocent bliss. Ugh. The uh, lyrics are still not great, but no. it's not. It's a he's improving, but it's still not the best. It's true. I mean, it's better than the California song. True. And then we are oh, with man, it's gonna Eli. be stuck in my head now. Claire, <laughs> like, hey Kelly, hey, oh Fortnite. god damn it, hey, I, Kelsey. Hey. <laughs> Look, it's catchy as hell. I don't know what to tell you. And then we're with Eli and Claire, and this is when he's he's like sulking at some kind of table, and Claire is like, "If you just apologize, Fitz, it's gonna be over. Can you please do it?" And well, first she's like, you just have she's like, there's only like one thing that like we have to do to make this feud end. And Eli immediately goes, you're going to have sex. with (laughs) Yeah. And Claire's like, what? No. No, What are you talking about? And yeah. And she's like, just apologize. Oh, and I think Sav is still singing and I'm still trying to figure out. Does she he say your heart is a fire? I don't know what the song is. Something about melting the ice because it's Holly J. I don't know. And then. Um and Claire's like, please just apologize to him. He's like, fine, but I won't mean it. And she's like, okay, but as long as you sell it and act like you mean it, let's just be done with this. And then like, they like meet by the punch bowls. And I'm like, that's I'm like, something's gonna happen with that punch. Yep. And then Claire's like making them, and then they like Well, first Holly J um goes up to Sav because he finishes oh, right. the song and she's like, Meet me in the theater. And then he does like an Elvis hip shake <laughs> after she walks away, which was funny. And then Claire's like, you guys apologize. And Eli, like, apologizes and puts, like, I don't believe you. And she's like, we need to squash this. Let's toast to it or something. Uh, yo, uh, or does Eli oh, suggest toasting to it? Yeah. Um, punch. Yeah, because Fitz says, you said the words, but I didn't feel them. Which is 
hilarious and also fair because like Eli is being such a sulky baby about the apology. It's ridiculous. And then, like, uh, but yeah, Eli is like, let's like toast to it then. And Claire immediately knows that he definitely like put Ipecac in one of these things. Yeah. And, and Claire makes some trade cups. Yep. And then they drink. And then Fitz still is like, I gotta go. And because Eli, Eli is too like, smart for his own fucking, fucking good because he knows Claire and he knows that she would pick up on it. Yeah. And then just, Allie uh, is crying in the hallway and Owen immediately starts praying on her and it's disgusting and I hate it. And I'm like, Allie, don't look for validation in Owen. He's gross. <laughs> and then he's like, like, you're like worth so much. You're like worth a million dollars. Like any guy would be stupid to screw you over. Well, he literally is like, guys like would that. pay to bang right. you. And she's like, how much? And I'm like, Allie. I'm like, Allie, no. And then he's like, a million dollars, but I only have 50. Is that cool? And I know. I At this point, I was like, what? What? What is happening? And she's like, all right. She's like, she's like, yeah, let's do it. As long as you can promise me that it gets back to Drew. And I'm like, what the a- fuck? This is the bad plan, this Allie. This is a really bad plan. Oh. This is not going to help anything. No. No. And he's like, it's like the whole thing is insane. He's like offering to pay her for sex. I'm like, this is not the way to get back at Drew. And then, and then are we with Adam? Yeah, Drew? now we're with Adam because Adam says something about Drew now having rock star problems because he's oh, yeah, like, he's Bianca like, made me feel, feel like, like a rock star. star. And he's like, well, now you have rock star problems. And he's like, it's all Bianca's fault. Da, da, da. Like, I can't believe I'm like, true. This is your fault. You can't blame this on anybody else because you fucked up. And then, oh, my God. And then we were like, and then we find Fitz getting a knife out of his locker. And Claire's like, um, OK, got to go. And like runs to like warn everybody. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, what? Question. This has escalated. It has. It escalated rapidly. Um, But. So Bianca has already told Drew about the Owen thing, right? Yeah, I, that happens at some point too. Yeah, yeah. Bianca. I think when uh, when um Drew was talking to Adam, Bianca comes over because like Drew like calls her a slut or whatever, which like yeah, and he's she's like you. I'm not the one who's like being paid for sex or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then when Claire's talking to Fitz, a line that I liked, she was like, "I'm sorry, Eli's a jackass," and I'm. And Fitz goes, a regular ass, yeah. <laughs> which I thought was actually pretty solid. But yeah, the knife, that just like escalated so like, quickly. And then Holland and I were having like major JT <laughs> flashbacks and we were very I upset. Was very upset and triggered. And then Claire runs to Adam and Adam's like, what's up, Brutus? <laughs> which is amazing. And she's like, like, Fitz has a knife. Go tell Mr. Simpson. I'm like, yes, thank God someone's like going to tell a teacher about this. Seriously. And then we're with Allie and Owen, and Owen offers her the money, and she's, and she's like, like oh, oh, this is not about the money. And he says, cool, cool freebie. freebie. And I'm like, ew. Like, Allie and she, Allie. And then Allie's like, yeah, the, I'm not actually going to do this with you. She changes her mind. She's like, should we, should we talk first? And he's like, what? No. Because Allie is sweet, but dumb about this. And then Owen gets real and handsy and i'm like no 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 we're like teetering between like fitz has a knife maybe he's gonna stab eli and potential like rape scenario and i'm like what is how is what is going on everything's insane also all of a sudden everything is insane um also is it also going in between the weird striptease 
When does that happen? Uh, yeah, that happens in a little. Well, Drew comes to the rescue first. Okay. Drew good. stops Owen. And yeah. Owen is revolting. No, because then I wrote. Oh, yeah. And well, then. First, the school goes into lockdown. Then I said, oh, my God, Holly J, the showgirl outfit, dancing to a real bummer song. Yeah. And stripping. It is a real bummer song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I guess also, Drew breaks like, it up like, at some point. And, like, people are so close to where they are doing this right now. It's not like the school is closed. Yeah. Like, there are people there. Like, why? Wait like, until somebody, you get home. Anybody can walk in at any moment. This is not a well thought out plan. No. And then. Oh, yeah. So then Drew goes to the rescue. And Allie's still very upset. I'm like, you fucking screwed up, dude. And then his mom finds him in the boiler room and automatically thinks, like, Allie did something wrong to him. Because his mom sucks. Is the worst. She says, what did she do to you? Yeah, it's fucking stupid. I'm like, ugh, I hate you. And then Holly J and Sav get busted by the police. And then I wrote down, oh, my God, this is horrifying. Oh, yeah. Then Fitz finds Claire and Eli in, like, a dark hallway and has this knife. And I'm terrified. And he, it's like, so backs scary. Eli into a corner. And then we see, like, Eli has a knife, too? And then it was a false alarm, and and Fitz just, like... Prote- Does Eli have a knife, too? I wasn't I sure. I thought he, like, whipped one out. Maybe I, I, maybe I saw a confusing I, shot. I think it was just a confusing shot, because at first I thought that, too. But maybe not, then, then we, like, never saw it again. And so then, I think maybe we just saw, like, Fitz whipping Fitz, out like, the knife. Fitz, like, fakes him out with his knife and, like, I thought he got stabbed. <laughs> oh, we all did. And then we're like, oh, wait, he just stabbed the wall and scared Eli. And then the police come in and still arrest him because he still had a fucking knife. Seriously. And then fucking. He's like, it's over now or something. I'm basically. Like, what is going on? It's it's insane. It's truly insane. Um, And then Claire and Eli are like comforting each other. And, and then, then we're with Drew and his mom. Drew's mother tells Allie that she's trading favors like some common whore, yeah. which, like, fuck you. Fuck you. No, she's not. And then Claire admits to Mr. Simpson about the stink bomb and, like, everything that happened in Mr. Simpson. And, and then, like, and Eli is telling Claire about how when he was nine, he got, like, really heavily bullied. And now he, like, refuses to not stand up to his bullies because yeah. he was never, like, could never run away fast enough. They always, like, caught him. And she's like, you're not nine anymore. And he's like, yeah, but the guys who are picking on me aren't nine anymore either. Exactly. And then they admit everything to Mr. Simpson. And then Holly J and Sav are there. And he's like, and you guys too? Like, what the fuck? And I'm like. Holly J comes out in like the coat with like clearly very little underneath. And I'm like, and Mr. Then, Simpson and has to handle way too much right now. Seriously. And then the cops are like, we found this one stripping in a bathroom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Mr. Simpson is disappointed and pissed. And he's like, he, he's yeah. like, when everyone gets back from break, there are going to be big changes. And I'm like, that is ominous. What the fuck's going on? Poor Mr. Simpson who has to deal with all this bullshit. Seriously. And then it's the end of the episode. Crazy. A lot of shit fucking happens. So much shit happens. Um, but um, Spirit Squad captain of the episode, I guess. Um, I'm going to go with. Adam, the only voice of reason in both yeah. storylines. Yeah, let's go with Adam. That's perfect because everyone else is mostly terrible. It's just, it's just what the fuck. Um, ship Claire and Eli. Claire and Eli until things kind of fall to shit a little bit. Um, oh more. yeah, oh yeah, because we didn't mention at the end when Claire and Eli are talking, she's basically like, 
if this is what your life is going to be, I can't be a part of it. Yeah. Like if this is how you're going to deal with things, I'm not going to be a part of your life. Yeah. So he's got some thinking to do. Don't know what's going on with them. Um, moral, don't fucking bring a knife to school. Just get over your pride and just like squash bullshit. Yeah. Don't cheat on your girlfriend. Also that. In a boiler room. Or in general, but definitely not in a boiler room. That's tacky. (laughs) Um, all right. Didn't someone else used to hook up in the boiler room? Paige and Mr. O, I think. Maybe. Yeah, probably. Nothing good happens in a boiler room, guys. No. That also reminds me of my Also, I think, life. I think Peter and someone did, too. Peter and Emma? Maybe no. I, it, oh, yeah. And also Peter and Darcy. Oh, did they? Yeah. I don't remember. That boiler room has seen too much. It's seen some stuff. Um. Anyway, grapevine. We have tweets. Um. We heard from Maddie... Um, uh, and they say catching up on the podcast and I'm rewatching my body as a cage. And honestly, I'm actually screaming at Adam's mom, literally screaming at my TV. Follow up tweet. OMG. I just practically vomited when she said I missed you so much. Dude. Same. Yeah. Same as fuck. Still awful. <laughs> also, uh, we heard from Kirsten who says three things. One, I'm pretty sure this song is about Connor's lady creep, which gross Two, I'm with you, Kelsey. Hashtag bop. And three, the title. That's the thing. And this then she sent us a link to the um the song that uh the three tenors song. Yeah, it's a interesting time. It's a terrible song, oh, but it's I bad. stand I stand by the fact that the music's pretty good. Um, but the lyrics are bad, and they're definitely about the lady. It's creep. Definitely about the lady creep. It's like I just see you online. <laughs> <laughs> I want to meet you in person. When I meet you in person, I'll recognize. It's like shit like that. Yeah. It's oh, it's bad. It's so bad. It's extremely bad. Um, we also have a few emails. The first one is from Cody. Um, and she that's titled Weird Class Projects. And she says, Hello, love. So I was listening to your most recent episode, and I was so surprised to hear you guys your guys' take on the Eli Claire assignment. Of all the Degrassi homework assignments, this one rang the most true to some of my high school projects. So with that in mind, here were a few weird projects I did. One, for freshman English, we had to do either a video or act or an acted out piece in front of the class based on a story we read that year. My partners and I did a Kurt Vonnegut story. We wrote a new scene set to the same dystopian world as the story. I may have used a, used toy lightsabers for some reason. I can't remember. But we got an A. We were the only ones who didn't do a video. Side note, there was some intense drama between drama between me and a good friend because we both wanted another good friend in our project group. He said he'd be in her group and then decided he'd rather be in mine. And angst over this lasted a whole two days and there were many passive-aggressive notes passed. Remember passing notes? Yes. <laughs> Remembering this has never made me feel happier to be in my 20s now. <laughs> um, two, sophomore year U.S. history, we had to make a video project about World War II. My best friend and I made a video about the role of women during the war. I wrote about I wrote the script. We took an empty chocolate milk bottle and wrote liquor on the side of it so we could pretend to be drinking. In one scene, my character was supposed to find out her husband was dead. So my best friend's brother stepped in as the messenger. He read incredibly monotone off the script. Sorry, your husband is dead. This is all that we found of him. And then held up a severed hand Halloween decoration. My friend's parents are really into Halloween, so our props department for this movie was amazing. There were also very forced references to Victory Gardens, and at one point, my friend said, damn it. And when we screened it, our teacher goes, whoa, rated PG. (laughs) 
We got the highest grade in the class for this ridiculous but well-researched kind of mess of a video. So yeah, the Claire Eli project felt very realistic to me. Also, this goth girl says Eli is definitely emo. I know it's technically too late for emo at this point, but I was talking to a group of teenagers the other day, and apparently emo is still a thing now, actually. It looks a bit different than it did when we were teenagers, but the term and bits of the style are alive and well, and Eli is so emo. Love y'all, Cody. Oh, Cody, we miss you. Cody's <laughs> going to come back soon, guys. Yeah, we got her locked in for an episode. Um, and then season 10, (laughs) this next email is from Sandy and it's titled happy snow day. And we got this a little while ago when we had snow. Um, good morning from Massachusetts where we are having a cyclone bomb of snow. Hope you're both home and warm. Long time listener, first time caller. Basically, I'm an old that has been watching Degrassi junior high since my seventh grade social studies teacher would show us episodes every week. If I remember, PBS sent VHS tapes along with educational guides. I was obsessed and watched on my own all through high school. I had a crush on Wheels and Joey and a lifelong soft spot for guys in fedoras. Oh boy. When Next Gen came out, I had to see what was happening and was hooked. I've been watching ever since, getting older every year, but still fascinated by this Canadian melodrama. I've been listening to your pod for a few months, catching up. I'm only on season eight, so still a bit to go. You're both smart and funny, and I love hearing about your insights into the show because it's ridiculous one second and then really good the next. Time Stand Still is one of the best episodes of TV, in my opinion, because of the way the show took its time establishing the story. It was a very nuanced, and yes, Rick is a monster, but he was a sympathetic monster. They could have easily just made him a villain, but they didn't. Anyway, that's all I got, except I'm so happy Jake Epstein is a grown-up now because I felt very wrong crushing on him. I saw him in American Idiot and Beautiful, and he was fantastic. Have you seen him in American Idiot? So many wrong feelings. I'll attach a picture and one of me and him at the stage door of Beautiful. Sorry if they're big. Like I said, I'm old, 42, and using my iPad to write this. Thanks for doing the pod. I really love it. You guys are awesome. Keep it up. Best, Sandy. And she attached, like, some pictures... One is of Jake Epstein in like heavy eyeliner. It's not loading on my phone right now. In American but Idiot, amazing. but it's amazing. Um, and the last email we have is from Thomas, who we haven't heard from in so long. Thomas, yeah. we were so excited to hear <laughs> from you. We've like we've actually truly missed you. And this I think of, Thomas was our first email. I think Thomas was our very first grapevine. And the title of the email is New Year, New Email, New Me. And then he says, hey, it's Thomas. I've been meaning to email you about season 10, but didn't ever have the time. But I told myself I had to because I've been waiting for you guys to start season 10 since day one. I'm here to say Eli and Claire are going to be way more dramatic, but I love it and I think you will. Also, Drew gets worse, but will redeem himself and screw up all over again and again. Last thing, here's a fuck, Mary kill. Yes, we love those. The creep who met Connor on Realm of Doom. Oh, God. Coach Armstrong and Snake. Thomas, I don't think this is very difficult because we're going to kill the creep. We're easily killing the creep. I'm marrying Snake and fucking Coach Armstrong. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, But thank you for everybody for all of the emails and all of the tweets. We've missed you guys so much. Yeah, we back. We back. And if you would like to be featured on a future Grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod. We're on Instagram at DegrassiPod. You can email us at whateverittakespodcast at gmail.com. We're on Tumblr, whatever it takes, podcast.tumblr.com. You can listen to us pretty much on any platform. But if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be super cool. And if you leave us a review, 
we will make up a Degrassi fan fiction for you on the show. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Holland Tacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelsex with a Z at the end. And Holland, what are you going to recommend? I'm going to recommend a book again. Um, it's called Queen Victoria's Matchmaking, The Royal Marriages That Shaped Europe. And it's by Deborah Cadbury. And it's basically about how Queen Victoria set up like a ton of her grandchildren with super influential and important people in Europe creating like a dynasty that reached like the far like everywhere and I just started it but I'm really excited to read it nice um I have I recommended what we do in the shadows I think I have I think you did okay (laughs) because I finally got around to watching that um it's it's extremely good so what I am going to recommend uh a year after it came out and has already (laughs) been through the golden globes etc process is the movie fences oh yeah I haven't watched that it was fucking incredible it It blew my goddamn mind it's so good it's like it's very much like a play like i think it's based on i think it's based on a play yeah but it's like it's amazing everyone in it is so good it like fucks you emotionally it's fantastic go watch fences it's on amazon prime sweet (laughs) you're just going through all those prime shows and movies i'm really now that they exist i really am actually what i've mostly been doing is watching unsolved mysteries but (laughs) i've been occasionally getting in a good movie also i'll recommend unsolved mysteries because it's a goddamn delight um all right well that is all that we have for you guys today thank you as always to jay for our wonderful theme song and thank all of you for listening goodbye panthers bye panthers